So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at SoWeMetOnline. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. We'll call her a super fan Anne. Ooh, I like that. It super rhymes. fan Anne. I love it. Super fan Anne is here to share a story with us. Welcome. Hi, Chris. Hi, Erica. Glad that you can make it. Thank you. I love your show. So we met online, match.com, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. I was listening to your podcast from last week, and it certainly hit a nerve of a date I had, and I felt like I needed to share. Oh boy. It's one of those dates that is you just come away from it going, seriously. (laughs) So I had communicated with the guy. Both Mm -hmm. of us were in our fifties, live in the DC area. He happened to have chosen a vegan type restaurant in the suburbs. So we picked a time. Um, I think it was just something that Are you? I think I'm not. But I figure I looked at the yeah, I looked at the menu online and I thought, Okay, sure. I'll go. So we had talked prior to meeting mm-hmm. enough that was okay, let's go have a date. So we were going to meet for dinner. Mm-hmm. So I get there at 6.30, walk in, that's what time the date was, and I see him across the room eating in the booth. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I'm looking at the watch. Um, it is <laughs> 6.30. It was, yeah, we're meeting at 6.30. It's a very small restaurant. A lot, a lot of booths, a few little tables, nothing fancy or anything. So I walk okay. over and I introduce myself. He does not get up. And I'm a little so curious. Very similar. I'm him eat. Yeah, very, very similar to my coffee, but worse because eating. Oh, wow. It's dinner. <laughs> Wait, so it's first dinner. of all, so you were a hundred percent sure this was your date. Yeah, that's what I was oh, yeah. just going to say. Are you sure oh, yeah. it was him? <laughs> Could have been some other guy. I'm a very dinner. visual person. Oh yeah, no, no. I walked up and I, I said, "Hi, I'm Anne," and he says, "I'm so and so." I go, "Okay." I said, and I looked at my watch again. I said, "We were supposed to meet at six thirty, right?" And he said, "Oh yeah, but I was hungry, and I just went ahead and ordered the soup, and I ordered some for you too, but I'm, I was just hungry." And I'm thinking, <laughs> "Okay." Oh. So I sit down and you know get the menu, and I, well, what did you order me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you order um, you? Uh, it was years ago. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, how did you I think feel? I liked it. I, mean, I, I was awkward. I was like, yeah, what did you order? And he, you know, like I said, he didn't even stop. He was like still eating. <laughs> it wasn't as though he let me sit down and then they'd say, oh, good, I'll just wait till you get yours. He just continued mm-hmm. to eat. So I thought, okay, I'm here anyway. Must have been some good soup. All right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So my food came, and then we ordered our meal, and it was an okay date. By this time, I'm noticing that less people are in the restaurant, and maybe an hour went by. And then I see the owner of the restaurant or whatever starting to put chairs on top of tables. And I'm kind of looking around like, that's really strange. And I finally just said, excuse me, um, are you all closing early? He goes, oh, no, we're having an exterminator come later tonight. And suddenly my date (laughs) leaps onto the bench of the booth and says, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, throw some money down onto the table. I'm like, okay, I figure it was enough. I get up, I walk outside, I'm thinking to myself, what did I just go through? And he calmly then says, wow, that was a fun date. Would you like to go out again? 
And I looked at him and I said, I don't think so. <laughs> but thanks for dinner. So, <laughs> I've, I've been taking notes on all of the things I want to ask you about. And there are many. Well, one is, okay, so similar to my story last week about feeling uncomfortable when the person has clearly situated himself, made yeah. himself at home, acted like there wasn't a date, and he, it was just convenient that you happened to be there. I'm curious, right. which was worse for you, that or the fact that he ordered something for you without asking because on the one hand i get sort of that he was trying to be nice but on the other hand i don't want someone choosing what i'm how do you know what i want to eat how do you know what i can it's it, it not like we even had a discussion it, it wasn't as though when he mentioned the restaurant did he say oh what kind of foods do you like it's not you know so that was took me totally off guard by the time seeing him sitting down not standing up not waiting for me eating already ordering the food i didn't have time to think about anything fair that's fair yeah i just don't think there was anything that i would have said wow that versus that no at this point i was like just get through the meal so it was probably a a long hour was the soup good Uh, i mean i have to ask it was fine. I, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't care about the food. I care it. about the soup. Just the soup. That's all I care about. That did bother me was the idea that the, this, the restaurant owner telling us that he's going to have an exterminator come later. So that bothered me. Well, that would bother me too. I mean, that has nothing to do with your date, but my God. Exactly. But now I'm thinking really about the whole place and the wonder there weren't many people there. Did we not see a note that's gotten bad ratings or something? Wow. I will say on the one hand, so I do advise my clients, particularly male clients, to be decisive on choosing where to meet. Generally, I recommend them asking where you're located or what's convenient for you and then choosing something. So, you know, hopefully this was convenient for you, even yeah, though it was, it, it, was. Inter- it was an interesting choice with the vegan restaurant. I do feel OK about him choosing because it's worse to say, I don't know, where do you want to go? I don't know where you want to go because it puts a lot of pressure on you when you have to decide. So that I'm right. I'm OK with. I do wish he had asked. Well, I guess <laughs> considering he didn't ask if there was anything you couldn't <laughs> eat, I guess I guess vegan was pretty safe, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right just, just starting, you know, not even waiting. You know, I know there's a lot going that people say, should the day be waiting at the door? Is it OK for them to sit down? You know, I've heard different things. I think most women would rather that the guy wait at the door and together they go get seated. I agree because with it wasn't that. like a crowded restaurant. Right. <laughs> I, like I, if he didn't nab it then. I generally agree with that advice. Wait in front. If it's nice out, wait outside. If it's raining or freezing, wait right inside the door. However, the caveats to that are if somebody is late, go take the seat. Fine. Or if it's a very crowded bar and you're sitting at the bar and you're able to snag two seats, snag the seats and then text and say, I got us two seats at the end of the bar. Exactly. Those are the caveats. Which I totally get on those things. But this was a pretty empty restaurant. And the fact that he, you know, it was 630 and, and I have no idea what time he actually got there. So most likely he had gotten there at least 15 minutes before if he had time to order his soup and begin to eat it. Right. Chris, what are your thoughts? Manners maketh the man. I mean, look, the reality is, is that there are certain men in this universe who have lost all concept of what manners are. And women, for what it's worth. Yeah, sure. And and women. But there's a certain feeling, expectation, I, I don't know what you want to call it, of what you should or shouldn't do, not in just dating, in any situation. If you are going someplace with somebody It could even be a friend. It could be family. You typically wait for that person and then go do what you want to do. 
together. That's the whole point. Yeah. You're there together. That could be waiting outside. That could be waiting to eat. Look, let's even fast forward this. If you are with a group of people, let's say there's five people and you're going to a party and maybe it is a family party at a restaurant or maybe you're just with your friends and all the food comes to the table except for one person's because <laughs> there's a problem in the kitchen. Do you all wait until that food comes out? Or yes. does that individual say, go ahead, eat without me, it's okay? Those are the things that we have lost as a society. And the answer is yes. The answer is we should all be waiting until everyone at the table has food. That's common courtesy. Agree. Can I add to that? It might just be a pet peeve of mine, but I, I do think it makes for good manners. I also, at the end of a meal, this is not related to dating necessarily. I don't like when I'm, I'm sort of, I'm a slow eater. And so I'll always finish after the other person. And I really hate when their plate gets taken and I made that passive voice because sometimes they don't even notice. So I don't like when their plate gets taken or they let their plate get taken before I'm done because nobody wants to eat alone. So I'll actually recommend to people and I do this. I never put my fork and knife together like the signal that you're done until the other person has finished eating if I eat faster. So that way or I'll leave like a little nibble on the plate so it doesn't get taken away from me because I think that's common courtesy, too. And I don't think that's yep. one a lot of people do. Yep. No, that's that's, that's exactly that's, that's the case. Good. Yeah. Even to the point where if you have a completely clean plate and somebody comes and says, may I take your plate? And the other person is still eating. You need to tell them, no, I'm not done yet. Yeah. That's why I say to leave the fork and knife out. Like, I don't know if that's the universal symbol for still eating and then you put them together. It's done. I don't know. Look, I'm not like Miss Manners or anything. That's what you what are some of these other things, Chris or Anne, that you think manners wise maybe aren't common knowledge anymore or should be brought back? Can you think of anything else? Not chivalry well, necessarily, just manners. Well, it's interesting. I have been on dates where if I'm about if I have to get up to use the restroom or something that my date will stand. I love that. And then sit back down. I also That's like it when school. they pull out the chair. It is old school. I'm older school. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking for that with men that should be uh, have more grace, have more chivalry. I can understand perhaps the men in their 20s and 30s, but 40s, 50s, 60s, I think, you know, when they come to a table and when a man helps you take off your coat, when you come to the table, and the man pulls out your chair. Uh, when he, when you come to the revolving door, he makes sure that you get in first and you're not going to fall. Whatever. But those things I do like to see. And I do take note if somebody doesn't help me take off my coat or if somebody doesn't pull out my chair. I do think about those things. I do too. And it's interesting because most women I know, I agree over a certain age, do like that stuff. But that's most. And I will say, let's say there's 10% of women who don't like that stuff. And Chris and I have had an episode about this who say, I am woman, hear me roar. Don't you dare touch me. I can take off my own coat. Even though I agree with all of that, we do have to cut men some slack sometimes because they're probably just doing the last thing they were told. And our previous episode was about the fact that I dated someone once who asked me, do you like me to open the car door? Do you like me to hold the door open for you, help you with your coat? And I said, of course I do. Why? And he yeah. said, because the last woman I dated hated all of it. She grew up in a culture, I guess, where women were treated as lesser than. And she wanted to do everything herself to show that she was an equal. And 
I thought that was interesting. And I actually loved that he asked because then there was no question. But I would say to men, err on the side of being chivalrous. And if someone doesn't like it, they'll tell you. Now, a caveat here, too. I hate so much when men announce I'm doing this because I'm chivalrous. No, no, no. <laughs> right. It, Don't be so obvious about just do it. Right. If you have to say it, then then it's not worth it. Exactly. I think there's definitely some comparisons that we can have between the different generations. And it is definitely an art form that I think has been lost for a, a lot of different reasons, as we've talked about before. I think there is an unknown to what chivalry really is. You know, when we come back, I think we need to talk about the differences between chivalry and manners. That's the key to this story. Just for you, our listeners of So We Met Online, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I don't know about you, but I have a guilty pleasure, and that is playing Candy Crush on my phone. But I feel like I have to balance out the dying brain cells by educating myself while I'm playing. So I can listen to an audiobook from Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash SoWeMetOnline for a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Chris, your hair looks so good today, by the way. I got a haircut yesterday because our governor, like, closed shop and I had to get it in before, uh, before everything was, sorry. Oh, too easy. Okay. Erica. Chris. We were just talking about the different types of things that we experience on dates. Mm -hmm. But I think what's interesting here is this comparison about what is manners versus chivalry. And I'll give you a great example of this. We were just talking about how you should wait for somebody on a date at the door. That, to me, is manners. But then opening the door for that individual is chivalry, right? And I, I agree with that distinction. Yeah. yeah. And so things like when you go into the restaurant and, you know, maybe you help them to their seat or you, you know, you pull out the chair for them or any of those types of things is chivalry. But ordering food and waiting... For the food to come before you eat together, that's manners, right? Agree. I, I mean, yes. I really think that there is this confusion between what is chivalry and what is proper manners. You're right, because in non-date settings, I've certainly been in situations where the person has no manners. Friends of mine, who I won't name, have no manners sometimes, or poor form I'll just say, you know, like there's one particular friend and I love her. So I'll just (laughs) preface it with that. But sometimes I want to order dessert. Well, she would always ask for the check before we had the opportunity to order dessert. And okay, I understand if you want to leave, but give me the option. Like maybe I want a cup of coffee or a dessert or just to look at the menu. I like to look at the dessert menu. You know I do. Give me the option. I, I know, Chris. And I had some tiramisu the other night. Just let me tell you, it was the first night I went out to dinner since this whole thing started. I don't even like tiramisu, but just the fact that I ordered it from someone and then ate it and they brought it to me and then I didn't have to wash a dish. Gosh, that was a delight. <laughs> anyway. But that's something that's manners. Right. And I think some of this, again, you have to put into perspective. Would you expect this outside of a date? And 
you know, I'm sitting here thinking like, well, I would do it with my family. I realized that there's a lot of people who would not do a lot of things with their family. They're close knit, whatever. And you go out to eat and you're just going to be like free for all, whatever. But I think there's also stages like, okay, you can be casual with your friends. Maybe you can be a little bit more formal with your family. And then maybe you're even more formal with a date. Those manners, though, don't change. (laughs) They they don't change. Now, in comparison, again, with chivalry, that may change. Like, for instance, if I'm going out to dinner with you and I open Mm -hmm. the door That's just manners at that point in time. That's not necessarily chivalry. Or if I'm opening the door for my father, that's manners. That's not chivalry. So there is some crossover here. But I think, again, we've lost the basic concept of what proper manners are. And we've confused them with, I don't know, I don't have to do this for some reason. Yeah, I don't owe this person anyone, which is a crazy thing to hear. Not on the flip side, but just on the other end of that, make sure if someone is using good manners or treats you nicely, you acknowledge it because it is nice to reward people for good behavior. I mean, it sounds like a dog when I'm saying it that way, but if my food was last, I would thank the table for waiting for me. Exactly. Or someone, you know, I, I hate when I always hold the door open for the person behind me and it, it gets, ugh, if they just walk through as if they own the joint and don't say thank you, not okay. Or how about this? When I go out to a restaurant, if I'm opening the door for somebody, I open the door for everybody else who's standing behind them. Correct. And wait until those people come in. Now, again, that's not chivalry, right? That's just manners. You know, this is an interesting one. For what it's worth, I want to acknowledge that we already had an episode on chivalry versus equality. And you're welcome to go back and listen to that one because we're not addressing that here. We're not addressing how there are two competing agendas. A lot of women like chivalry, but they also want equality and feminism and all of that. And and how does that Venn diagram overlap? I just want to acknowledge that we're not talking about that here because we have covered it before. If you want to know what we said about chivalry versus equality, we have two episodes about that. But the main one is gender roles and stereotypes. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, you'll know our thoughts on that. I have a question, Chris. Entering an elevator, what do you do? There's four of you waiting for an elevator, two men, two women. I usually will go in last, but it also depends. You know, I think there is something to be said about general public awareness. But like if I got to the elevator first and I pressed the elevator button to go up and I was standing there for, I don't know, 30 seconds waiting for the elevator and then some people came in behind me, you know, I might still go in first. Or also if there's uh, people together and I'm by myself I might go in and then let the other people go in. I think age depends. If there are some elderly individuals, I might let them get in first and get situated. I also might just get in first to hold the door open so the elevator doesn't mm-hmm. close. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of scenarios in there for an elevator. It just depends upon what, what it is. And then I make the decision. So I actually usually get in last too, but I really actually like when a man will defer to me to enter first. I do find that to be a nice gesture. 
Yeah, but to what I was just saying, I think one of the challenges, especially for this guy we were just talking about, Mm -hmm. is having the capacity to recognize the situation and make decisions in real time based on that situation. Yes. And I wrote down as she was telling her story, I wrote down no social cues. Right. Like he clearly was unable to pick up on social cues, which has more to do with his character than the individual sequence of events in her story. Exactly. I also want to talk about this ordering for you business. I went on a date once. It's not really a story. It's just a a little anecdote. We went to one of his favorite places. I thought we were just going for drinks because that's what I normally do. And when I get there, he's sitting at a table. And I actually asked, I said, do you mind if we go sit at the bar? Because I like the bar for a first date. It, it felt overly formal to be at a table. And he's like, oh, no, I prefer this. I know the people who work here. I'm like, All right. And then he just starts ordering all of this food. I had already eaten, number one, because we were going for drinks. And number two, he never asked me if there was anything I don't eat. He never asked if I was hungry. And I do eat everything. And I actually made a remark to him. I said, you're lucky I eat everything. I remember, I mean, it was an Asian place. There was a lot of pork and there was a lot of meat and, you know, other things, seafood that people don't eat. Even though I think he thought it was a really nice gesture, it did rub me the wrong way because all he had to do was ask, hey, do you mind if we order something? I really like the food here. Yeah. Again, I think it goes back to the social cues, basically understanding manners or how to approach that. Maybe I can rattle off some guidelines. First, you do have to understand what they like or don't like. So say, what kind of food do you like? Is there anything you don't like? Is there anything that you're allergic to? Is there, you know, just give me a a basic guideline. That's the very first Mm -hmm. question. That's something you should be asking no matter what to get to know the person you're with. That's absolutely fine. Okay. Second, you should be asking, are you okay if we share food? Because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people out there that strictly do not like sharing food, but there are a lot of people who don't mind. So for instance, would you like to get some appetizers and share them? And again, sometimes people are going to say yes. Sometimes people are going to say no. But you have to ask first so that you understand what to do, right? Are you a sharer? Yes, I'm a sharer. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. And especially for things like appetizers or desserts, pizza, whatever. Yeah, I agree with you. Conversely, yeah, let someone know if you don't share, because I remember once I went out on a date with someone who kept kosher. We were having dinner, and I normally get at a Thai restaurant shrimp pad thai, but I didn't get the shrimp because I knew he didn't eat it, and (laughs) he acted like we were going to share, and then he he hogged his own dish, no pun intended because he didn't eat pork either, and and then I was stuck with whatever veggie thing I got. <laughs> okay, so then the third one is just that, is let's say you agree to share food and you agree that you understand what the menu preference is. Then you ask, what would you like? You pick something, I pick something. We'll make sure that we mutually enjoy that together, whatever, and then we can share it. But yes. at no point in time in there, Am I picking something and saying, I'm going to pick all the things. You've told me what you like. You've told me that you're okay with sharing, but now I'm going to pick everything, whether or not you actually want it or not. Right. Unless someone specifies, I want you to choose everything. Right. Don't choose everything. Now, how about ordering? If we've mutually agreed 
great. Order for me. Speak for me. If we have not, don't speak for me. That's correct. In a typical situation, if I'm placing an order and you're placing an order, then go ahead and order. And, and that's your job. That's what you need to do. Um, on a date, I would like to have the date let me order first. Yes. And oh, yeah. No, totally. Hungry, I guess. Again, totally. It, it doesn't matter who it's with. You should always let the other person order. When I go yeah. out with friends and family, I'm always the last person to order. When I go out with family, I'm always the last person to order. Now, that gets challenging when other people are thinking, oh, I'm going to be the last person to order. But I'd rather have two people arguing about who's the last person to order than just butting in and ordering. I agree. And sometimes I'll do mock dates with male clients. And that's one of the things I advise them to do. Like when the server or bartender comes over and says, what do you have? Ask her, say, what would you like? Yep. Just defer a little bit. Is that chivalry? I guess. You know, I think there's, again, there's a combination in there. I think the only time that I've ever felt it was okay to order on behalf of somebody else with maybe not asking them, I'll give you two scenarios. One, I'm going out with somebody who I know very well, and they're not going to be offended by what I order. And we're going to a restaurant that they haven't been to and I've been to, and I said, I'm ordering, trust me. Yep. That's one situation where it's appropriate. And that can be pretty sexy. Yeah. The the other situation <laughs> where it can sometimes be appropriate is if you are ordering wine and you're hmm. going to order wine for the table and you pick the wine. Usually it's it's more appropriate for an individual to make that wine choice, in which case both parties must enjoy wine and and they must be okay with that but that's different than if you were to buy drinks like you know i don't necessarily know what you want to drink so i'm not going to sit there and say you know she's going to have a manhattan or something when chris you know what i want to drink you know whenever you want (laughs) just a tequila shot right oh god please (laughs) you know how i pick wine if i'm ordering a bottle of wine for the table any ideas on how i choose i don't i'm not a wine connoisseur spin the bottle Oh, I like that. No, the third cheapest. Oh, yeah. So not, yeah. The, not the cheapest and not yeah. the second cheapest, but the third cheapest, because like that's yeah. probably pretty good quality. Yeah, there you go. And, <laughs> and I usually go for like the third most expensive. So well, then I'm going out to dinner uh, with you next yeah. time. Honestly, I don't notice the difference in taste. So I, I me neither. Know. I mean, either. I've been out to dinner with a few people where they want to have wine. I'm picking up the tab, so I just, I order it, and then they just get whatever I order. Yeah. I think there's a lot of nuance here. There's no right and no wrong. Like, we could give advice all day, but when it comes down to it, everybody is different. Everyone likes different things. And as we said before, the only way to know what someone likes is to ask. Yes. Ask, and remember, manners maketh the man. (laughs) Thanks for listening.